0: This is episode number 185, and today, I'll talk about whether or not spiritual goals are healthy. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian training. So I'm just going to come out and say right here at the beginning that I love goals. I love them. I'm in a loving relationship with goals. They give me something to aim for and a metric to measure so I know if I'm making progress or not, right? That if I know where I'm trying to go, I can see how far away I am from that and figure out what I need to do to close the gap. And when used wisely, goals can be a great thing for your spiritual growth, but that is not always the case. Spiritual goals, if not done right, can be extremely unhealthy for you spiritually and actually hinder your relationship with God. So in this episode, I'll talk about why goals can be good for you, as well as the pitfalls that you need to watch out for. All right? The first reason why having a goal is helpful is because you can reverse engineer your path to that goal. Now, what is that, What is all that do? engineering jargon mean? Uh, Well, it means that when you know where you're trying to go, you can figure out what you need to do to get there, right? Uh, A counselor friend of mine who uh, was working with me at a particular point in my life where I was really wrestling with feeling like where I wanted to be was so out of reach and so far from me that there was no way I could get there. He told me about this mindset of N plus one. You know, you think about where you are right now, which is the end. And you think about what's the next step? How do I get one step closer today to what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to become? That is what I focus on. I don't worry about 99 steps down the road. I don't worry about 900 steps down the road. I just worry about where I'm at right now and take one step closer to my goal. And if I can identify what those steps need to look like and lay them out, then I can figure out, okay, if my goal is to overcome this sin, or my goal is to help someone become a Christian this year, then what do I need to do to do that? Well, my first goal would be to meet somebody, right? I don't, I don't have to worry about coming up with all the right questions to ask them and the right scriptures to look at and, you know, how to, how to incorporate relationships in their life and make sure they put, nope, I don't have to worry about any of that until I meet somebody, right? And so you just focus on where you are now and what your next step is. The other thing is that goals give you something to pray for, right? That you can pray for things that are on your heart, things that you want to uh, accomplish or see happen in your life or in your church, and it gives you really specific things to ask God for, right? You can pray for uh, a certain number of baptisms. Maybe you're praying to overcome a certain sin that's really, really held you back, right? They give you something to consistently ask God to help you with, and then it's an incredible, awesome celebration when you get there because you've been partnering with God the whole time to help you get to where you want to go and and what you're trying to do to make an impact for Him. And so goals are good and that they provide the structure that you need to move forward in a positive direction, right? They kind of give you the roadmap and the target, so to speak, So you're not just kind of aimlessly wandering through your life, trying to figure out how do I have an impact? How do I grow? How do I move forward? But you can identify specific things that you want to work on and work towards. And those goals can help you actually be more effective in making the changes that you want to see in your life. So that's why goals are good. But if you're not careful, goals will absolutely consume you and distract you from what's really important. You know, and and here's why. Here's, here's, the problem with goals, if you're not careful. What if you prayed to help five people become Christians this, this year, and only three people did? Is that a failure? Is that a failure that you only helped three people become Christians when your goal was five? What if you had a goal to read the entire Bible in a year, and it came up just short in like Revelation chapter five? Is that a failure? Did you fail to get better at your Bible study? You know, what if you wanted to read a, a spiritual book every month and only made, made it through 11 in a calendar year? So on the surface, yes, you did fail your goal, but you didn't fail at the spirit of the goal. You didn't fail at what was, at, what was beneath that, what was at the root of why you came up with the goal in the first place, right? And remember that failing to meet an arbitrary goal subjective goal that you came up with on your own, right, does not make you a failure. It doesn't. Failing to meet a goal does not make you a failure. Do not conflate your goals with your identity. Do not do not place them as equals. Goals are a tool that you can use to help help yourself grow spiritually and to move in a positive direction, but they do not define you, right? They do not define you. In as much as if I decided that I wanted to run a 5K race in under 20 minutes and I ran it in 21 minutes, that doesn't make me, Travis Albritton, a failure because I didn't reach that goal. It just means I wasn't as fast as I hoped that I would be and I have some things I need to work on if I still want that goal to happen. Does that make sense? So goals are awesome. They can be a great way to add some structure to your spiritual growth and help you move forward. Just remember to keep things in perspective. And remember that your worth is not tied to how many goals you hit, but rather on your inclusion in God's spiritual family and the fact that God loves you deeply. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. This podcast is ad-free thanks to my Patreon supporters. If you'd like to partner with me in helping Christians around the world to be more effective for God, just go to patreon.com forward slash practicalchristianpodcast. And if this episode has helped you in some way, please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.